Hey all, Mike Schindler here with the Military Wire. What it takes to succeed in today's marketplace with MMA fighter and author of the book Food Talk, Sanjay Raja. Guys, before I introduce our guest, I just, uh, I, I think I want to take a step backwards just to say, you know, in today's society, we are bombarded by hundreds of messages uh, daily through social media, TV, radio, telepathically. I think some of us are hearing all these voices in our head uh, on truly what we need to do to succeed. You know, whether it's eat rice, you know, to look good or get six pack abs, trade your old gym socks for a million bucks. I mean, it's whether it's personally or professionally, what does it take to succeed? There's so much confusion out there. And, you know, then success, what that means to every individual, that's different. So to help us break through some of this confusion, our guest today is Sanjay Raja. He's a film actor, MMA fighter, who is author, also the author of the book, The Food Talk. And he coaches high-end clients on how they can get their mind right, their body right, and even their spirit by implementing just a few life hacks that aren't super complicated. So, guys, welcome to the Military Wire with Mike Schindler. This is the podcast where we interview America's most elite men and women who have served this country. We share their stories of overcoming, their proven lessons in leadership, and their journey to finding mission and purpose. Sanjay Raja, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. How are you doing, my friend? I am doing well. You know, I love the fact that I think we've known each other Oh, gosh, a little uh, more than a year now, and just the journey we've been on together and just uh, how disciplined you are. Um, you've got this on-fire attitude that I love, and I and I think, you know, what happens if, if any of the audience ever meets you, they'll say it's so easy for Sanjay to be Sanjay because you've got all these great things happening in your life. But it has, has it always been that way for you? No, no, it's it's. You know, I'm like everybody else. It's a daily grind. I mean, it is a challenge. You know, um, there are there are days where I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> but is that right? I, I push myself. You know, because you just feel either mentally, spiritually, physically worn down. And you know, I'm I'm responsible for the two most precious things in the world, which is two beautiful children, and balancing them, balancing my business, balancing you know, taking care of myself. So I'm just like everybody else, and that is I have to work daily on things that move me forward, both physically, financially, and emotionally, and it comes down to enjoying the process and not dreading it. Yeah, man, so that's powerful. So you're talking about moving from a I have to do something to I get to do something type of attitude, and you, you mentioned that this is kind of a grind. Um, you know, what it takes, and we're talking about what it takes to succeed in the marketplace. And I think, you know, oftentimes we look at people who are successful like yourself and say, it must be just so easy for you. And you describe it as a grind. What's the motivator to do that if it's such a grind? You know, coming from my background as an athlete, um, you know, it, you train, you train, you train, and you train, and guess what? You get five minutes to take all that training and put it to good use and hopefully come out on top, and guess what happens? Sometimes the unfortunate happens. You twist an ankle and break a leg, and you get beat, and guess what? Years of training you feel like have gone out the window, but if you look at it like that, you can never get back up again. So that was some of the best training I've ever received, which is, you know what, the moment is going to come. All you can do is be mentally 
prepared, physically prepared. Those are the things you can control. Everything else is out of your power. What's going to happen is going to happen, but you've got to be able to have the tools to say, I got knocked down, I'm going to get back up. It sounds so cliche, but there's no other way to say it. And that is, there's more failures in my life than there are successes, but each failure led to the next success, and that's the way it is. Yeah, see, that's that's so good. So I want to talk about that. You, you and I have talked about transition, and, and we did an event together about the film industry you know, for those who are in the military wanting to transition into the the, uh, uh, the film industry, the entertainment industry, and you mentioned that a key to your success in the entertainment industry is failure. So, and you just mentioned that again. So, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, I decided to pursue one of my passions in life in roughly 2014, which was getting into film and entertainment. I've got an East Indian background, so getting into films, movie, and TV was never something that was stretched to my family. It was all academics. But now that I was in a place where I could pursue those goals, I did. And I had success early on. I got a, I got a recurring role on House of Cards in 2015, did two episodes, which led to other auditions and other projects. But let me put it this way. Out of 100 things I auditioned for, I'm lucky if I get maybe one. And... The only way you can really persevere in that industry, which is a metaphor in life, is that you have to look at those 99 auditions as practice for the one that you're going to get. And you have to have some really, really thick skin. And I came from a sales background in medical sales a long time ago. And guess what? I got rejected constantly by hospitals, by doctors, <laughs> by all these decision makers on a constant basis. And guess what? That prepared me to go into acting because I never took it personally when I got rejected. And they never give you feedback. That's the worst part about the entertainment industry, especially in acting side, is you'll go to the audition. You literally have two minutes after you've been practicing your lines for like three days or three weeks, depending on how much time they gave you. And then you're out the door. And then if you've got a callback, they give you a callback. If they pass on you, you don't hear anything. So you basically have to have what NFL players call short-term memory and move on to the next one. God, so amazing. You know, we, oftentimes in the middle, in, in, in the transition space, you know, when we have guys that are getting ready to transition, they're putting their resumes together. And one of the biggest issues is, you know, I'll send out a hundred different resumes and hear nothing back. And it's so hard, you know, to move through that cycle because, you know, am I on target? Am I doing it correctly? And you're saying, you know what, that's your life. I mean, that's your industry every day. Uh, do you think it's safe to say that when you are in life, you can probably expect that you're not going to get a whole lot of feedback, and when you do get feedback, man, you should cherish every moment of it, whether it's positive or negative, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, feedback is something that makes you want to improve, makes you go, hey, I, I can I focus on these areas, but most things in life, we just don't get feedback on, whether it be a job interview, whether it's you're in college taking a test, and you know what you did wrong, but they're not giving you feedback on it. Acting, whatever profession it may be, most of the time you have to find within yourself to go, hey, I could have maybe done this better. So next time I go in, I'm controlling everything I can control. And then whatever is going to play out is going to play out. But I did everything in my power to control the things I can control. Everything else is out of my hands. Oh, see, that is so good. I, I, and you're talking about preparation there. You know, we do something called prepare, plan, execute. And preparing is really getting the mind right. And 
that I think is something we oftentimes overlook that oftentimes we'll plan things and then we'll execute like, okay, I got a plan. I got to do this resume. I'm going to execute on it. I'm going to ship it out, but really preparing the mind. And you're big on this. You are big on mind, body, spirit. Why are these so important to be in alignment? Because, you know, those are the three things that control our daily life and how we see the world, you know, and I, I can tell you, at certain points in my life, even now, sometimes I'm out of alignment with those three key factors. So, you know, when I was younger, I was obese and my body was out of alignment. You know, I was obese. I had a lot of health issues. I cleaned that up. And over time, I started to enjoy the process of cleaning that up where when I go to the gym now, it's therapy for me. It's my time. And if I don't go to the gym, I feel like I, I'm missing something. Like breathing and eating is to people, to me, that is my time to really clear the, clear myself and start the day the right way. And then emotionally, I think about where do I have to be mentally to tackle the day, whether it be, you know, with my kids, having to listen to their needs and wants and making sure I'm there 100%, with my clients who tell me all their problems. It's interesting being in this business, how many, how many counseling sessions I've had about people wanting to understand why they have food addiction. So I have to be an avid listener and listen to what they want and get to the heart of the matter. And then, of course, taking care of myself, which we can never forget about. But mind, body, and spirit, we don't have to actively think about that all the time, but we have to do things that always get us back into alignment. And I think that's so important because a lot of us focus on one, discard the rest, but we don't focus on any of them. And how can you help others if you can't help yourself? Yeah, I think it's so it's so good. That's so good. You you know when we're talking about what does it take to succeed in today's marketplace, and, and you know I, I told the listener there's a few you know a few body hacks, a few mind hacks, probably a few spirit hacks that that one can implement in their life. Um, what are one or two things that you do to get like to frame? frame your day get your mind right and then your body right and maybe your spirit right what are one or two things in each one of those categories yeah so physically what i do personally is i wake up super early and i get my workout in in the morning as soon as i can because that is one thing i've tossed off my list not because i'm checking the boxes because it's my time this is where there's no phone calls there's no text it's just me working out clearing clearing my mind and my body and working out for me is very spiritual. So I'm doing all three things when I'm when I'm working out. So it's done for the day. Now I can focus on everything else I have to do. And the second thing I do, which as you and I have gotten to know each other, is I control what I put into my body, how I feed myself. You know, one thing I, I, I realized is that if you're married, single, if you have a domestic partner, whatever your situation is, one thing you could do for yourself on a daily basis that doesn't take a lot of time is to properly feed yourself and enjoy it. Instead of just eating for the sake of eating, eat for the sake of enjoyment, nourishment, and to create a healthier lifestyle. Because we literally take in energy, and then whatever our thoughts are, we put it right back into the world. So we're consuming energy, and we're giving it right to the world. So why not make those, why not make those thoughts and that energy more positive so that you can have a positive outlook on life? and affect others in a positive way. 
Yeah, see, I love that. I, I you know, I, I kind of frame that in my own mind as saying, uh, you know, my body is a temple, right? So, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, um, your whole point of, you know, what you put in your body is so important. And I know you and I have joked about this, uh, where <laughs> there's certain things I love putting in my body where you're shaking your head going, seriously, are you going to put that in your body? Um, you know, I, I, I used to love Cheetos until you started giving me a hard time about it. But I, I will tell you what was so compelling is my daughter took a Cheeto out of the bag and she saw this on YouTube, I think, and she lit it on fire and that sucker burned. It was like, <laughs> it was like a torch. And I'm like, yeah. what the heck is that? Like, what, what is in there that, you know, so. The stuff we put in, and I am not as disciplined as you are. I mean, you are so disciplined. I've been around you. You're incredibly disciplined about, you know, what you put in your body. Um, and, and that's, it takes work. I guess that's the point is it takes work. And everything that you're describing takes work. But that's where success comes from. Success is not free. Uh, and it does take work. And I think that's one of the things that you're, you're talking about is you, you got to work at this. It's, you know, it doesn't have to be super difficult, but you're going to have to work at it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I learned from so many people, um, how to enjoy the process. I learned from my martial arts teachers in the past. I learned from people who are nutrition fitness experts who I wanted to understand how they see it and gather some more information for myself. So I learned from all these people, but the one common theme I, I gathered from everybody was that if you look at it as a chore, as something you have to do, you will not be able to sustain it and be successful at it. But if you look at it at, as this is something that's a part of my daily routine that I look forward to doing every day and challenging myself, stimulating myself, you will be very successful in so many different ways that a lot of it just comes down to mindset. Why are these athletes so good at what they do? Because they're focusing on one task alone, like a position a position in the NFL. Like I was watching the Chiefs game yesterday, and the quarterback is just focused, laser focused on getting that pass out. No matter what's going around him, it's a perfect metaphor for life. He's got 500-pound guys chasing after him all this chaos around him, but he is so laser focused on just delivering that ball. He blocks everything out. We wonder why he can do that because he's able to have those mental tools in his head to go, I'm focused on this one task. This is all I'm going to do. Everything else I cannot control because that's somebody else's job. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so good. So I, I want to move on to your book because your book is so great too. You got a book called Food Talk uh, that's becoming a show, uh, which I think is pretty impressive. There's so many health and wellness experts, quote unquote, experts in the marketplace. How did you separate yourself from a good number of folks in the industry? Well, uh, I think mostly it came from the fact that um, I'm looking at health and wellness as a long-term lifestyle change versus, hey, in six weeks you'll get six-pack abs. Hey. In eight weeks, you'll put on 20 pounds of muscle. I'm looking at this from a long-term perspective. Who are, who are the people who I work with? These are people who want to play with their kids. These are people who do want to be a better athlete. These are people who are looking just to function better in their daily life. So I decided to really 
focus my attention on families, children, and those people because, you know what, at the end of the day, 1% of us are going to be professional athletes. The rest of the 99% are just trying to get through their day. And being a father, I realized the most important group for me to focus on were kids. If you develop those lifelong healthy habits at an early age, they become a part of you, and you don't have to struggle with anxiety, depression, obesity later in life and hate the process. It'll just be a part of your normal routine if you start super early. Mm, that's good. Well, you're, you're you're doing your part to to better and strengthen this country, uh, which is what I love too. I know in the military space, oftentimes when we're looking at recruiting numbers, you know, fewer than twenty five percent of our youth today. Uh, can qualify for military service, uh, obesity being one of those factors, one of the four factors, and the fact that you're working upstream to really get people on healthy eating habits, healthy mind habits, uh, is so important. I, and really, I mean, it's, I, I'm just going to throw it out there, but part of, you know, what it's going to take to, to keep this country strong. So, uh, I know we're coming up on our time, and I hate this because every time you and I talk, I always learn something new. Uh, you know, those who are getting ready to, to, you know, to embark on their new civilian careers, they, they hear a lot about what they should do. You know, gosh, please tell me, you know, what should I do, quote unquote. Um, but I think, you know, it, it, you being a civilian, having not served in the military, you've got a different perspective because you've lived the civilian life your entire life. And so you know that demographic, you know that marketplace, and there's so much value in that. That when guys are getting out and they're getting ready to go into a new community, what, what do you think they really should do? I mean, what are what are some things that they could do that would put them on a pathway to success? You know, I had the pleasure of uh, doing that that speaking event with you in uh, Tacoma, Washington, and I met with so many veterans in that room. And I said to them, I said very simply, I said, I have lived a civilian life just like you mentioned. I said, I can't even imagine the stories you guys have. And I said to him, I said, first thing for you guys to realize is you've been through one of the toughest things in the world, which is leaving your family, serving with the military. And guess what? You survived it. You thrived in it. And now you're going back to civilian life. So first acknowledge the fact that you have gone through the toughest thing in the world, and you are now equipped to deal with being a civilian and handling the day-to-day -day challenges. So acknowledge that. Give yourself credit. And then two, just take that same mentality you had in the military to your civilian career which is, you know what, I've got a mission, I've got a plan, I have a purpose. And you follow, you just follow the regimented steps you've got in your mind to accomplish that goal. You're not going to be storming a beachhead, but basically you want to go after that job, what do you got to do? Prepare as best as you can for the interview, your resume, whatever it may be, and then go after it with the same focus and intensity you did in the military. So I, I am just in awe of the stories I heard, and I told them, Acknowledge that you've gone through the hardest thing in your life already, that everything else you do now will be hard, but not as hard as what you went through. Uh, that's so good. That is so good. Yeah, so don't give up. I, I love that. So, Sanjay, how do people get your book? Because it's a great book. It's a quick read. It, grace, it gives some great hacks in there. Uh, how do they get your book? Yeah, so there's a number of different ways to get the book, and that is you can go to the website called www dot the food talk dot net and there what you can do is we've got an online store you can get a hard copy that I'll, I'll sign personally for you and an ebook as well 
or it's also found on Amazon, Barnes & Noble website. So there's a number of different ways you can get it, but uh, if you want to get some great information, some, some read some interesting blogs, and look at some recipes, and just check out some of my appearances where you can get some more information, check out www.thefoodtalk.net, and you can catch us on the Food Talk podcast, which is on every Wednesday on Spotify. Oh, that's awesome. That is so great. And if people wanted to get in touch with you personally, is that the best way to is just reach out through the website? Reach out through the website, or you can always reach me at info at thefoodtalk.net, and you can always get a hold of me, and I'm always there and willing to help answer any questions because I love talking to people, engaging them, and just removing the obstacles in their life so that they can see their best version of themselves. Uh, that is so cool. Sanjay, thanks for being on the show. So, 7% Tribe, America's Greatest Asset. If you want to reach out to Sanjay, if you want to get the latest body hacks, buy his book. Uh, you you got the website information. You can get it on Amazon as well or the foodtalk.net. Um, if you're really looking to discover your post-service identity, uh, reach out to me via LinkedIn. You can find me there, Mike Schindler, Operation Military Family. You can always visit our website as well. But, guys, really being on mission and purpose is going to transform your life. Part of it starts physically, what you put in your body, like Sanjay talked about, what you put in your mind, which is so critical because what we think really leads our actions. So, guys, make it a discipline. Be sure you check out Sanjay's book and uh, find him on, on the Internet and everywhere else you can find him. Sanjay, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure, Mike. Let's do this again. You betcha.